of the campus ministry here uh, called The Greatness. So if I haven't met you, that's my name. That's my introduction. But uh, what I like to do if I really need crowd interaction when I like give a message or preach, you know, I draw my energy from you guys, okay? So if you want to give a shout, if you want to give an amen, a yeah, let's go. And whether I say something good or not, I need it, okay? So please, for, for, the both, for both of us, it'll be better. Trust me. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about this message because it's really what God has been doing in me um, the last several months. And before I, I really start, I want to kind of give my vision or my theme um, for this message. And as some of you know, we're starting the Emotionally Healthy series next week. And so kind of my, my hope for this message or my theme is for us to get that it takes full surrender to God to become emotionally healthy. And there are no, there's no part of us that we can rely on to become emotionally healthy in God's kingdom. So there can be no part of you that relies on self for you to become emotionally healthy in God's kingdom. So that's kind of what I hope we get today. And it's funny that I'm sharing this message because it's exactly what's, what God has been doing in me over the last several months. And I'll just start by saying um, this. I'm going to share some of my story and what I've been going through. But um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that my wife, whose name is Aja, she is probably the most emotionally connected person that I know. And I'm the most emotionally disconnected person that I know. So, as you probably could guess, that that's caused a lot of conflict in our short three and a half years of marriage. But my whole, like this whole thing, my whole title, I call it my emotional awakening. All right, you've heard of the Enlightenment and all the great thinkers. Well, this is my awakening. This is my enlightenment. And it's really changing my life. And so, it's funny because my whole emotional awakening was brought on by my wife. Uh, We had a serious talk one day. We sat down. And basically, it was like, you're cold, emotionally distant, and unconnected. I need you to figure out what's going on in you so you can communicate that to me, and we'll have a happy marriage, hopefully. (laughs) And so that kind of like woke me up, just the the things that she was saying. And it was, part of it was hard to hear, because it's hard to hear things from other people, and it's especially hard to hear things from the person closest to you, because they know you, they know your junk. And so... I will say that at this time in my life, I have felt the most emotionally unstable than I've ever felt in my entire life, ever. And um, I've, I've always been, if you know me, my personality, it's kind of pretty calm, cool, collected. Um, usually there's nothing wrong. I'm, I'm doing good most of the time if you ask me. So my wife would say, if, if I use the word I'm good or good in my vocabulary ever again, She's going to, like, slash my tires or, like, <laughs> punch me in the face or something. But, uh, but, and even, actually, this is funny. My high school senior class award, you know, you get who's most likely to become president or most likely to be a CEO. Well, mine is kind of weird. I didn't even know this was a thing, but it's most calm under pressure. So it kind of speaks to this whole personality that I have of being, being calm, being cool, being put together. But... God has been unraveling me and made me so emotionally unstable the last four or five months. And it's led to a lot of worry, anxiety, 
I feel like I've been, been in my head a lot, just thinking things, and um, I've had negative thoughts, emotions, and a lot of this has led to, really, in my life, an unbelief about my calling, about my purpose. I've been very um, uncertain, like my confidence is shaky, I've been hesitant to make decisions, and so all these things that I'm starting to experience um, have led me to, to have a lack of faith that I felt like I haven't been able to get back. Like my best days are behind me. And so um, in the past, you know, being, being calm, cool, collected, I usually have enough grit or enough shoving those things deep within or shoving the negative thoughts, emotions, and experience to the side. But God finally, with that conversation with Aja, was like, no, you've got to deal with this. This is something that you have to, to deal with, and the, the emotional unhealthy tendencies that you have in your life are not going to get you where you need to go. They're not going to help you become the person that I created you to be. And so, over the past few months, I feel like God has completely stripped me of my strength, constripped me of everything that I felt like I could just do and bulldoze through, shove things down, and now I'm here sharing about my emotional instability and how God has me in this place of, of it being okay to feel the way I'm feeling. Like, hey, it's okay. You need to go through this. And um, so I have a little handout. Uh, some of you may have already read it. If, if you're in the back, you probably didn't get one because um, most of them are in the front. So uh, if you just raise your hand if you didn't get one, and then people just, like, send extras back because these are, these are important these are vital, vital, very vital. They're, you might look at them, and they'll really convict you, and you'll want to leave the room if you read them all right now, because there's many of them that will pertain to each of us. But, um, so the main, the main scripture that I'm using for today, um, before I share a little more about this handout, the main scripture I'm using is in 2 Corinthians 12, and it's verses 7 through 10. And I'm going to just go ahead and read that real quick. So, it's Paul talking to the Corinthian church, and he, I'm going to just pick up in verse 10, or verse 7, sorry. And it says, So to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Alright, that phrase, to keep me from becoming conceited, just remember that. That's important um, in this message. Remember that. And then three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. Leave me. Man, how many of us have done that? Like, alright God, I don't want to do this. Just make it go away. Make it go away. Please God. So Paul did this three times. I felt this a lot in my, my journey or my emotional awakening. I've asked God to take it away from me. But this is what God says. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Alright? So, I want to share my weakness with you guys. I want to be vulnerable and share my weakness and 
It's, uh, it's number two on your handout, and it's, uh, um, it, it's ignoring the emotions of anger, sadness, or fear, but more so not being honest with myself and others about the feelings, hurts, and pains beneath the surface, surface of my life. This is my weakness. This is something that, uh, things that I've held in or, or shoved down or not been able to express what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking. Guys, this is my weakness, but it's only by Jesus that we have strength to overcome. It's not on us, okay? I want, you, I want to keep in mind that, that uh, it's to keep me from becoming conceited. So, it's, it's about Jesus. It's about what He's done. It's about His power making us strong in our weakness, okay? Amen. So, yeah, there we go. Come on. That's the first amen I've heard. Have I said anything good yet? <laughs> Keep it coming. So yeah, this is my weakness, and this is, this is what God has brought up in me, and it's been really good. So I'm just going to share real quick here um, three main points that I have about becoming emotionally healthy. And before you read all through that handout, just bear with me a little bit. You can, you can take that home, and you can pray about that later. But I'm going to share three main points that I believe are very critical to becoming emotionally healthy people. The first one is simple. It's admit the problem. All right, we've all heard it. Admit the problem. Hi, my name is Bo Banner. I can't share my emotions very well. All right, I admit the problem, okay? And it's funny because here's a little, a little side story, but when, uh, when Aja first kind of sat me down and, and began this emotional awakening thing in me, it, we got to the end, and I was just like kind of blown up. My mind was... I was overwhelmed, and I, I didn't know this was a thing in my life, but I was like, Aja, you know, this doesn't come natural to me, so you've got to make it obvious when you need this from me. You have to say, please tell me what you're thinking and what your emotions are right now, Bo. I need to know those things. Like, literally, have to, you have to use that kind of wording with me, because I, I just, I'm not, there, I'm not quite there yet. So we admit the problem, and it's, it's simple. Confess that you have a problem. You are not completely emotionally healthy. All right, come on. I know I can't be the only one. I can't be the only one. You're probably farther along than me. You don't need someone to tell you, like, hey, I specifically need to hear this. But you're still messed up, okay? You're still messed up. (laughs) I'm not in this alone. And the reality is, is there's freedom when we can admit this. There's freedom when we can... Be honest with ourselves and admit that we don't have it all together. This is one of the biggest things I've been learning. It's so simple that it's okay to not be okay. And so we're just going to do it right now. We're going to admit the problem. All right? Just, just simple. Repeat after me. I don't have it all together. I don't have it all together. Yeah, again, come on, come on. All right, just take a deep breath. It feels good, right? It feels good. I don't have it all together. All right, now we're going to go one step further, and you're going to turn to the person next to you and say, I know you're messed up too, and I'm glad we're in this together. <laughs> all right, all right. Doesn't, like, that, that feels good. We're in this together. We're all, we all have some level of emotional health that we need 
to gain, that we need to grow, okay? So we're all messed up. We're all in this together. There are, so we have different relationships that it's going to play out differently, but ultimately we are in this together, okay? So, so no need to fear. Look, step one, complete. Admit the problem. Um, and if, if anyone is, uh, you know, if anyone's judging anyone right now, just see number 10 of the handout and thank you very much. You know, we'll, we'll be good. So moving on. <laughs> You're on the list. Um, number two, becoming emotionally healthy sometimes feels like a sucker punch to the gut from God. Becoming emotionally healthy sometimes feels like a sucker punch to the gut from God. And so, I, uh, I'm going to play a video here in a minute, but if, if some of you um, are familiar with Dr. Strange, um, I'm going to show a clip from that. It is um, a guy, he's a doctor, actually he's like the best surgeon in the world, and it's kind of a spoiler alert, but he has an accident where he messes up his hands, so if you're a surgeon, you can't be a surgeon anymore if you, you mess up your hands. So he's searching for healing throughout the entire world. And he actually gets some advice from a friend to go see uh, who we would call the Sorcerer Supreme. So bear with me. I know Sorcerer Supreme, oh my gosh, this is church. You can't be showing stuff like that. But uh, <laughs> it does mention like chakras and energy. So bear with me. It's okay. I I'm, I'm promise I'm a Christian and I'm preaching from the Bible. <laughs> but... Uh, it's, it's really good, and I want us to think about it in terms of us talking to God. This is sometimes how our, our conversations go. So you can play that clip from Dr. Strange. <laughs> All right, so, man, isn't it funny? That's how we talk to God sometimes. All right, there's sometimes where you know, we're searching for something, and God's like, hey, you're looking through a keyhole, searching for a way to widen that keyhole, and only God knows a way. But so often we reject it so many times. We say, no, there's no way that could happen. And then the last part, you know, is funny because he's like, you know, sometimes this is what we say to God. He said, you, you think you see through, through me, but you don't. I see through you. And God's just like, bruh, come on. <laughs> you know, and then he hits us right in the gut. And then we're kind of looking, looking at ourselves, we're looking at our hands, and we see we're, we're out of ourselves, we're out of the conceited mindset, and we're looking at, at you know, kind of like in a, whatever you call, an out-of-body out of experience. And God's like, hey, look, look at the mess in you. Look at the thoughts, these are the thoughts I think, these are the, the feelings I have, these are the behaviors, these are, this is how I, I talk to other people, like, what the heck? And it takes God given us kind of a sucker punch to the gut to, to help us wake up, to get out of ourselves, to get out of our, our warped view of, of we have it all together, that, it's, that we're okay, that we're good, that, that we don't need to become emotionally healthy. So um, sometimes this process will feel like we're getting beat down and we're taking punches. But if we don't go through this process, this is important because this is where emotional health isn't only about us. Um, it's not about, it's not about uh, making us feel good all the time. You know, we think about emotional health. Okay, then I'll be, I'll be happier more. I'll be more satisfied. I'll be more joyful. You know, I'll feel better. And that is part of it, because we'd all like to just feel a little better now and then. 
But if we don't go through this process of becoming emotionally healthy, then we are the ones hurting other people. That's where it really becomes about what it's really about. Is when we say, hey, God has, has ta- is wanting to take me through this process so that I do not become conceited, to keep me from becoming conceited. And so, we've all been there when, when we feel the emotion, emotional healthiness come up, whether we're offended or we, we're bitter at someone, and it kind of plays out in, in kind of gross, nasty ways, and someone offends us, and we, we're backed into a corner, we automatically start punching. And we're like, hey, this isn't going to happen to me. Like, you do this, or this is about you, and, and this. But really, it's about you and how God wants to restore the relationships that you have with other people. All right? And so, like I said, my whole emotional awakening was, was brought on by, by Asia, and it was, it was to, it's really the grace of God to do this in us. And it's, I've, I've looked back and I think, man, for God to really pinpoint the emotionally unhealthy tendencies in my life, the way I deal with things, the way I suppress things, um, the way I, I don't want to talk about negative experiences or express how I'm really feeling, man, for God to like stick his finger on that and just like work it out of me is, is really the grace of God. Because I'll be honest here, one of my um, biggest fears is that I'm emotionally distant from my wife, from my children, and, and from others. And I, one of my, the deepest fears is that I'm emotionally distant from my kids. Or, you know, I have a, an eight-month-old daughter now, and it's like, man, I don't want that to happen. I, I would be devastated if I got to a point where, where I couldn't share what I'm going through with my kids or, or anything like that. And that, that's a real deep fear of mine. And so I think about where I would be if this wouldn't have happened, if this whole thing brought on by my wife wouldn't have happened. It's the grace of God to do this in our lives. It's the grace of God because He doesn't want you to live in emotional unhealth that affects the people around you and it affects the closest relationships you have. So, point, point number two, becoming emotionally healthy sometimes feels like a sucker punch to the gut from God. And I want to I go back to the Second Corinthians, just the real quick phrase that he says, For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So when we're going through this and we're insulted, there's hardships, there's calamities, our vulnerability, we're being exposed in this process of whatever God is pinpointing in you, it's okay. All right, we can say, hey, I'm, I want to boast more in my weaknesses than I do in my strengths because it points to God, not to me. All right. So here's the last point. I'm going to hopefully bring it home and it's going to be encouraging. It's going to be uplifting. So the third point is, won't he do it? Won't he do it? Come on, won't he do it? All right. So Psalm 56.9 is a very good reminder of something we need to remember during this process is it says this, then my enemies will turn back in the day when I call. And the last part is very important. This I know that God is for me. This I know that God is for me. During this whole process, you have to believe that God is for you. That when it hurts the most, when God's sticking His finger in your heart 
and saying, this needs to come out, get it out. God is actually for you. And so do we really trust that he knows better than us? Do we, do we really trust God that he knows what we need to become emotionally healthy people? Because we can't rely on old ways of coping to deal with, with our emotional health. It has to be God and what he did on the cross and dying for our sins that gives us strength to put our hands on the pillars of the strongholds in our lives. There's things that we've done for years, no matter what age you are. There's habits that have been formed, and it's going to take strength from God to really push those things over and become the person that God created you to be. All right, so point three, won't he do it? So just to like finish here, I want us to, we're going to do a little um, activity. It's, it's called listening prayer, and we're going we're gonna to ask God to speak to us. And like I said, this, this is kind of the beginning of the journey. I know all of us are in different places. Some of us are good at this. Some of us are not good at this. But this is the beginning of the journey. This summer, we're doing our Emotionally Healthy series. So what my hope is, is that we get one or two things today, and God speaks to us one or two things that He's doing in our lives, emotional, bringing about emotionally health in our lives. Because God's gracious, and He's not going to say, hey, fix everything. But he's, he said, hey, start here. Here's a good starting place. So um, looking at the handouts, you can kind of look through those. But really, for the next two to three minutes, we're just going to ask God this question. should be up here. We're going to ask him, what is the main thing in my life that is holding me back from becoming emotionally healthy? What is the main thing in my life that is holding me back from becoming emotionally healthy? Is it bitterness? Pride? Jealousy? Is there an offense? Is there unforgiveness towards someone? Or I also have included apathy, which is mine, which just I don't care. I don't care to know what I'm feeling. I'm not intentional. I'm not intentional about what God is doing in me, about being in touch with what I'm feeling. Um, that's, that would be apathy, and so that would that would be mine. But go ahead and just pray for like two minutes, and you can look at this sheet and you can circle one or all ten. You know that might be some of us that that really God is highlighting us to us. So just take a couple minutes to ask God this question. Alright, so I hope all of us heard something. Uh, maybe it wasn't what we wanted to hear, but we've got to trust God that He knows best, that He knows what we need. And so, I want us to really, over the next like week, over this, this series that we're going to start, really press in to the thing that God spoke to you, or the couple things that God spoke to you. And trust that God will transform that area of your life. And I know I shared... More, like my deepest fear. And I think there's a fear in all of us that emotional unhealthiness breeds. And so I just want to speak some truth to that, that God will speak truth to your deepest fear. And by His love, He, he will speak truth to that and perfect love casts out all fear. So that deepest fear that is bred by emotional unhealthiness, God wants to speak truth to that during this, this time, during this process. And so, yeah, really press into that. And second thing, you've got to do this with somebody else. Like we admitted, hey, we're all messed up. We're all in this together. You have to do this with other people. And um, if, if you're married, obviously, with a spouse, this is great. I'm sure 
Um, you both will love each other for it. And, but if it's just a friend or someone mentoring you, like this has got to come about through other people because emotional health isn't only about us. It's about how we interact with other people. So uh, let me pray for us, and then uh, that's it. God, we thank you for who you are. God, thank you for just how gracious you are. Lord, to, to be gracious with us, um, it's your kindness that brings us to repentance. And so we thank you for that, God, because without your kindness, um, we, we would be so lost, we would be so broken. And thank you for the opportunity, Jesus, that you give us to become emotionally healthy in your kingdom. And God, that it's not about us, but it's about you. And so I thank you for that, God. And I just pray for the people here and the people that they interact with, that we interact with, God, that this would, this would, um, there would be results of restored relationships and restored friendships, restored marriages, God, deeper friendships, all of that, God. I just pray that that would be a result of this message and this series, God, that you desire people to be connected emotionally. Um, to other people and to themselves, God, and to you. So we thank you for that, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.